Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the lovely, beautiful, glorious, glorious Fox Sports Radio Farmers Insurance Studios. Call 888-FARMERS to switch. You can save an average of $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings survey data, July to December 2020. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, John McClain's a longtime writer. He's covered basically the Houston Texans and covered the Houston Oilers. Like, this dude knows Houston football. The Texans haven't said they're not trading Watson since January. I expect, expect him to be traded. Um, okay. Uh, we, we, it seems to be ramping up in speculation. It's not actually true. They haven't said they're not trading him, but what they've said is, you know, that they've, they've iterated and reiterated several times over that they want him to be a part of what they're doing. Yesterday, they signed Tarad Taylor, uh, 
who it could could he be a placeholder if they made a trade? Sure. Could he be a, a fallback guy if he chooses to sit out? Yes. Both are possible. Here's Michael Lombardi, of course, longtime executive in the NFL. He was on with Rich Eisen talking about where Deshaun Watson wants to play. He controls where he wants to go. The rumor is he doesn't want to play in New York. The rumor is he doesn't want to play in Miami. He wants to play in Denver and San Francisco. So now you're Nick Cesario, and now your trade options are limited. Your trade options are limited, or you don't trade him at all, right? This is the old-fashioned kind of standoff. Kevin Clark was on uh, with me last week. He reminded us we're dealing with an irrational franchise. It comes down to leverage, and, and you listen, DeAndre Hopkins was traded two years ago, and the owner... Cal McNair said, oh, we wanted to trade him to Arizona because we know the ownership and they're good guys. I, some, sometimes the Texans just don't do things that are rational like other NFL franchises. So I don't know. I mean, we sit here because we're thinking about, oh, what would we do if we ran the Texans? Well, the guy who runs the Texans has no idea what he's doing, and the guy who apparently is running them in the shadows, the former character coach, also appears not know what he's doing. So it is one of the most unpredictable situations I've ever been around in football or ever seen in football or ever heard about in football because this is not a franchise right now well i'm going to disagree there from from this standpoint we don't actually know who's making this call but nick cesario comes over from the patriots and he's a well-regarded you know widely lusted upon um member of the of the patriots front office who they got now if the owner's making the call yeah we don't owners own we have no idea what they're going to do or why they're going to do it i can only tell you that like look we act, we act like this is irrational deandre hopkins was traded one year ago not not two years ago one year ago and a couple months later deshaun watson re-upped signed a new deal got three years signing bonus up front and so we'll sit there and go like, well, you know, like, why would the owner be so mad? Why would you be so mad? Like, dude, I gave you more money than anybody I've ever given in the history of my franchise. Why do you think I'm mad? You just get a bail on me? So I, I actually understand where that comes from. Totally understand. I understand where the, the frustration comes from. Um, but I also think that you're the Texans. And as much as you have a superstar quarterback, now there has been, there has been at least a baseline for what a deal would look like. If you look at the Bears, apparently offering three first round draft picks and two starters and a third round pick and getting told no for Russell Wilson, the Houston Texans are saying like, that's a no for a star quarterback. We have a younger quarterback under contract for a longer period of time, and we've given more of that money up front. That, again, is the starting point. You have to go above and beyond that. My guess is the team that's most likely to do it is the Broncos because they don't like Drew Locke. <laughs> they just don't. Um, I, I know that from, from pretty well-sourced information. They don't like Drew Locke. And like anything, they're they're just we're we're out on Drew Locke. So being out on Drew Locke, the, the problem with that is Denver t- selects ninth in the draft. So even if you give this year's first round pick, that means next year's first round pick is likely going to be in the twenties. It doesn't have nearly the value. You'd have to give this year's first and maybe a second as well. And maybe this year's third and two starters and then future first round picks as well. Again, that's the starting point, the starting point for any sort of discussion.
The one thing that the Bears info being leaked gives us is it gives us a baseline for a Russell Wilson, a Deshaun Watson, you know, they're not trading Aaron Rodgers, but an Aaron Rodgers type of trade. This was a no for Russell Wilson. So if you want to hear a yes for our guy, you're going to have to go above that. That's the way it works. That's called comps, right? It's like comps in real estate. It's called comps. And Russell Wilson is more accomplished, but not as big. Some people don't like him nearly as much as DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's a that's a, a little bit of possibility. I, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, excuse me, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is really well-liked. Really well-liked. Um, I mean, he's got a ton of positive equity within league circles for the type of dude he is. So you get... And he's played hurt. He's now he's been hurt. That could be the knock against him, right? Eight two ACL tears. He did have the collapsed lung, and he does hold the football really long. But so does Russell Wilson, and he's much bigger than Russell Wilson. But Russell's been more accomplished. But you know, if you look at that's what it takes to get Russell Wilson, you're going to have to do that plus one to get into the Deshaun Watson uh, Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. And I don't know who's going to. But that's what the league is telling you. And um, that's where we are today. I don't think Deshaun has the leverage that he thinks. I think the the Texans do. But the Texans have to be smart because the value of Deshaun Watson is higher now than it will be after the draft. Now, they can hang on to him for a year and he cannot play. And then it'll spike back up at many times to being more valuable. But that would completely destroy this season. But again, you're now you're calling his bluff, which very few teams do. But we we do this thing where you're like, well, if they don't trade him now, they got to trade him. They, if they trade him before the season, then he has less value. That, that's true. But if you don't trade him now, why would you trade him before the season? If he doesn't want to play for you and he sits, you know, one, you can find him, you get back some of the money. But two, you could always trade him and always get that value back. You're just not. And you're like, well, you won't do it for that year. That's not true. Somebody's going to go down. Somebody's going to be in desperate need of a quarterback. Somebody's going to try and save their job. And a great way to save your job is to hire Deshaun Watson and find a way to get that done. So I, my personal thought is I have no idea what the Texans will do. None. I've talked to a bunch of people. None. In terms of long-term for the franchise, yeah, trading him would be if you can get, but we've now seen the baseline offer. That baseline offer for Russell Wilson was three firsts, two starters, and the third. You're going to have to go plus one to get Deshaun Watson. Plus one of that to get Deshaun Watson. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Farmers Insurance, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 888-FARMERS and switch. You can save a bundle on auto insurance. So Trent Williams and the Niners have reached a six-year, $138.06 million contract, making the highest paid NFL lineman in history. The deal has $55.1 million in guaranteed money, includes $30.1 million signing bonus. Uh, Jimmy G has two years left in this deal. Remember, the Niners traded Marquise Goodwin to the Eagles on draft weekend last year. But because Goodwin opted out of the 2020 season over COVID concerns, I actually watched uh, something on this Marquise where they they had had two miscarriages and then his wife had a baby and he was just like, look, I'm shutting it down. I don't care. Um, Anyway, because of conditions of the trade, he actually is going back to the Niners. So that saves the Eagles 4.28 million in cash space. But the Niners must uh, send the Eagles their original seventh-round pick this year. In other words, Goodwin's back. Like they're, they're kind of loaded as a roster. But the more and more deals they make, the less space and time possibility there is of of Deshaun Watson. Like, Deshaun Watson can want to go there. But, like, dude, look, we <laughs> got Trent Williams. We're, we have to get our whole team in order. 
How about Trent Williams, huh? He's he's in Washington, refuses to play, gets himself moved, and now now he's with the Niners and whew, 55.1 in guaranteed money includes a $30 million signing bonus. It's not nearly as much money as the 138.06. That's for his agent. Right? That's for his agent. The devil being in the details is is fascinating. But the 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 question um the the question is not whether or not the Niners would want Deshaun Watson. They would. And obviously he's his agent is connecting the dot. This is all his agent. The whole thing is his agent. Okay? His agent is the guy that controlled the Jalen Ramsey deal. They have the exact same agent, and the agent's now like, well, look, we get you Garoppolo, Garoppolo in New England. Like, yeah, the Niners have to be willing to part ways with more than just draft picks, and they're not willing to do that. Not happening. The 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 Broncos, maybe. This to me feels, it's starting to feel a whole lot like when LeBron was going to the Lakers and you had people throwing everything, well, maybe San Antonio and maybe Philadelphia. Like, he wasn't going to San Antonio. He's not going to play for Greg Popovich. No chance. Greg Popovich's whole thing is get over yourself. That's the first thing, get over yourself. LeBron is a lot of things. He's a great player. He is not over himself. That was just his people throwing out different things so that, hey, maybe we can we can get more control over the Lakers deal. That's all it was. That's what this is. This is the agent saying, no, 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 we don't want to go to Miami because Miami doesn't want him. Whatever you think, like whatever I think of Tua, okay, I don't even necessarily think it's Tua. I just think it's Tua on a rookie contract. They can build a whole roster and then Tua doesn't work out. They get somebody else. That's the smart way to build a football team. I'm, I'm sure the Jets would like to make that move, but he don't want to play for the Jets because in order to go to the Jets, you got to have players around you. In order to have players around you, they got to have draft picks, and they're not going to have any draft picks if they want to make that trade. You know, worse situation than when you're in Houston. So the agent's like, uh, San Francisco. Well, San Francisco's locking up all these dudes long-term. The Broncos. Huh? <laughs> huh? What about the Broncos? Uh, did you guys see what they're doing for the the teams that are in the bubble? They have uh, there's a triple A stadium <laughs> in downtown Indianapolis, and they can go and get like yard time and go and they have a spike ball. Are you a big spike ball guy there, uh, Ramos? Ramos, you seem like you'd be excellent at spike ball. Is that like dodgeball or no? Where you get hit by a ball? No. Okay. <laughs> not. <laughs> Fill not. me in then. Maybe I'm. Gavin, I'm a- how would you describe spike ball? Uh, it's kind of like you got a trampoline kind of situation going on, right? With the with the ball, and you're you're throwing it at the uh, trampoline. I've actually never spiking played it. it. Yeah, spiking but it. But you know what it is. Yeah. Okay. This, there's a little ball, and you have like a mini, mini like little netting kind of, almost like a toss back type thing, and you basically spike the ball into the net. It pops up, and you play teams two on two. Right? And you have to hit the ball in the air, and then it has to land on the... If the ball hits the ground, whoever hit it last gets the point. It's the, you just kind of... You, you, you circle around things. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. 
Perfect guest for, uh, for, for this segment is uh, Daniel Jeremiah. He works for the NFL Network. Move the Sticks is a tremendous podcast. And, of course, as a Chargers radio analyst. L- let me start with the Chargers. Boy, it sure seems like Tom Telesco uh, did what everyone has called for the Chargers to do and rebuild that offensive line. They did lose Hunter Henry in the process. What do you think what the Chargers have done so far in free agency? I like it, Doug. You know, the offensive line was uh, was definitely the first order of business here in the offseason, and I, I don't think he's done. Um, you know, you look at the free agent additions with the big one being Corey Lindsay, the all-pro center corner for the Packers, but then Matt Filer is an upgrade for them at right guard. Um, if you can keep Balaga healthy at right tackle, you feel pretty good about where you are, you know, center to the right side. I still think when you look at a combination of the draft as well as, as maybe another free agent addition, you, you need a couple more guys to feel – uh, really good about that left side. So uh, still still some work to be done there, but that's a good start. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay. Uh, I, 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 you joined us last week. I said, boy, I feel like the Patriots are going to spend a lot of money. And I believe you said like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Cause my, my thing was, and I didn't think they would spend top dollar. I thought they would get guys, big name guys, on the cheap, right? Zig when other people were zagging. Uh, what's your thoughts on what the Patriots have done for agency? Yeah, no, I don't think that was me, Doug. I don't think I was surprised um, with that because I, I had talked to some agents in the run-up to it that said they were going to be, you know, abnormally aggressive. They were getting in on a lot of guys, and they were in on some other guys that didn't get. Um, so yeah, no, they they came out they came out swinging. It it uh, look at. I think it's a combination of kind of a long-term plan. I do agree with some of that that was put in motion, but you just can't convince me that this isn't a little bit of a reaction to uh, to what happened with Tom down in Tampa Bay. I, I think that's at least a, a small part of this uh, motivation to be ultra, ultra aggressive for a team that used to take this weekend off. Yeah, it, it's very, very interesting. Um, okay, the the Bears offered the Seahawks reportedly, as Dan Patrick saying. Yeah. Uh, three firsts, two starters, a third, and Seattle said no. First, what do you think of the offer? I, I keep coming back to the same thing with with both Russell and with Deshaun. In a trade, if it's going to happen, which is going to be very difficult to pull off, you have to provide the alternative at the quarterback position in the trade. So whether or not you're trading a quarterback that they can play with or whether or not you're trading them an asset where they can acquire said quarterback, um, that, that's, that's, that's where we start. And the Bears could offer six first-round picks. Where they're picking in this draft and what those picks could be in the future don't guarantee you that you have a, a starter. And other people say, well, you have all these picks. You can use it as ammunition to go up for a quarterback. Yeah, not if there's a great quarterback in the draft. Teams that aren't going to trade off those guys. So uh, to me, I look at both those teams, both those quarterbacks, and outside of if Derek Carr uh, was involved in it with a, with a ton of picks or you had Jimmy Garoppolo going to Houston collection, you know, with a ton of picks, at least they've got somebody they can line up and play with. And, and then they have a bunch of other assets outside of that. To me, it's just the Jets at two and the Dolphins at three seem to be the most reasonable options. If, if something is going to happen. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. Um, Dana Jeremiah is in fact our guest. Okay. So the bears sign Annie Dalton. M- yeah. My source within the bears said, that's what we're doing for now. W- mm-hmm. What's what, what do you think? I mean, remember they signed Glennon and then they traded up uh, to get Trubisky. 
Do you think they go through the draft? Do you think there's something else at play? What do you think the Bears end up doing? Well, I think they're definitely still in the mix um, for, you know, potentially moving up in the draft. I, I think when you look at the signing there, uh, and then you also look at Tyrod Taylor going to Houston, these are these are backup money deals. There's not going to preclude these teams from doing something else at the quarterback position. So, um, yeah, I think the Bears are still are still looking, and I think they're probably still holding out some hope that uh, maybe Seattle, you know, gets through their postseason and or kind of through their their uh, their uh, spring season here, and they don't have anything better, and they decide they really do want to start over, which I don't see happening. But um, I'm sure there's still at least holding out some hope that that could uh, revive itself at some point in time. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so here's what I thought in regards to the Russell Wilson, how it relates to Deshaun Watson. That provides the baseline in terms of value, right? Like if you're Houston now, you can go like, look, that's that's Russell Wilson. This guy's younger. He's under contract for longer. In many ways, there's a there there's there's even more upside there. That's is that a fair way in which the the market works? I, I would say it this way though. This is what I don't think a lot of people grasp is that one team's first rounder is not equal to another team's first rounder. Agreed. So the, the second pick in the draft is a huge, huge asset. So to me, like, let's look at Houston and say they want, let's say, let's just pull out the number six. They want six assets in a trade. Okay. That the, the Chicago bears first round pick would count as one asset. The number two or number three pick, I would argue, is two, maybe even three assets uh, because of the value of that pick, either to take the quarterback right there or to use that pick to trade and and collect a bunch of of picks. So that, to me, is where I think it's a little bit apples to oranges and saying, okay, this is the uh, this is the number here. This is the baseline. and, And it goes from there. It depends on where you pick. It completely depends on where you pick and, you know, not just what, then you have to assume that where you pick the next year is going to be far worse if you have Deshaun Watson, right? Like that's the, absolutely that, that that's, that's the part. Do you think he gets moved before the draft? I do. Um, if for no other reason that I just, the, the difference in the language that was being used when David Cully did this little round of media. And can you tell me a time, Doug, where we've had the, the phrase, He's the quarterback for right now where that guy doesn't get traded because that's what happened with Josh Rosen. It's what happened with Jared Goff. Like you don't talk about, he's our quarterback for right now. There's a hundred percent chance in history. We've seen that language used that the guy gets traded. Yeah. I I guess my, I I agree with you. I also think though that um, I I just, I'm I'm fascinated by the whole thing, right? Like we just, we don't know. What they're going to do. What, what's also interesting is now the Niners and Broncos that gets legal. Oh, that's really who wants to play. That's the agent, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. the agent going like you want. Like, how are you going to do the Niners thing? They just signed Trent Williams. They got to fit your salary into it. Oh yeah, by the way, a ton of dead cap money to Houston, and they don't have a top five pick. Maybe they can send Garoppolo back, right? That's I think the thinking. I yeah. I, I, I think feel like that's Nick, that's Nick that's, that's agent stuff. Whereas Carolina is the more likely destination. Yeah, and I would argue even in Carolina, I mean, I guess you could put Bridgewater in that deal, but I don't feel great that that, that pick guarantees me my quarterback of the future, you know, even where they are. So, um, you know, what are you going to do? Trade? You're going to trade, you're going to get the eighth pick and a bunch of other picks, and you're going to have to use some of those picks to trade up from eight to get up to the Dolphins spot? Um, I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, when I look at the Watson thing, it may be – uh, maybe it surprises me and he ends up in, in Denver or Carolina or, or San Francisco, but I just, I don't see if I'm Houston 
and I'm forced to trade him and I decide to make that decision, how I'm not coming away with the second or third pick in this draft. Like that's the, that's the only option. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. Okay. So uh, we, we do make a big deal about these free agent signings, but free agency is still like a 33% hit rate. Right. So there are some, let's go with the, to the Packers. Um, In terms of the details of the Aaron Jones deal, like I know you want to take care of your own guys. I know he's been great, and I know that Aaron Rodgers likes him. Did they overpay? I think the, the the important thing on that is number one, he's more than just kind of a running back. He's a, he's an explosive, dynamic player, so he he gives you a little bit more from that standpoint. And then number two, it's it's two years. I mean, they're committed to him for two years, and I think that's kind of been the new norm. I think that pretty much was a Derrick Henry deal, right? Where you say whatever the contract says, but these are all two-year commitments to these running backs on top of their rookie deal. So that didn't totally surprise me. The money, um, you know, I, I, look, they can they can uh, fit it in. They fit it in. I think the the criticism had been, well, you let an all-pro center leave uh, at the expense of a running back. But if you know their roster well, Elton Jenkins has played center, and he is a really, really good player. Uh, he's a Pro Bowl caliber player. So they can plug him into center, and I think they'll be just fine. They've got another kid that they drafted, John Runyon's son out of uh, – uh, out of Michigan last year, who they got, I think, in the sixth round, who who played pretty well when he was given an opportunity. So they're going to be okay. They need to go find a tackle uh, and probably do that in the draft. But, uh, no, I was okay with Aaron Jones. I'm I'm anti, like, these huge, huge numbers for running backs with a lot of years where, where they're paying out cash. But a two-year commitment to a perfect scheme fit, I, I was okay with that. Um, how does – okay, so with with that in mind, how does – how does New Orleans look to you with this idea of what well, did Jameis become the starter and Taysom's the change of pace guy? Like, I, I it's never worked for a long term before, but I don't know if there's ever a place it could work. Maybe it's New Orleans because they <laughs> this is who Taysom is. Like, I help, help me out with tell me what you really think of New Orleans' plan. I'm fascinated by it. I just don't think. Now, I've kind of always said this. I just don't think that Taysom Hill can hold up over 16 games at the quarterback position, playing it the way that he's played it traditionally. And I've always viewed him as more of a compliment than a substitute. So to me, it still looks like Jameis Winston will emerge as the starter there. And then, uh, and then you sprinkle Taysom Hill in and the hope being that your defense, um, you know, can, uh, can be able to dominate like they have in, at points in time in the past. And you're going to have to, scare the turnovers out of Jameis Winston. That, that to me, is going to be a fascinating case study because the turnovers were high in college. I, I was one of the ones who was forgiving on that front, and it didn't get fixed at the NFL level in Tampa. And now, you know, we'll see with one of the best coaches on the planet, you know, can Sean Payton kind of uh, scare those turnovers out of him is going to be a fascinating case study. I, I honestly don't know. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. I com- I completely and totally and utterly agree with you. It is going to be fascinating. Uh, in your draft prep, give me somebody who just jumps off the screen at you that you're like, I I just I want to run around and stop every NFL person and tell them about this one player. <laughs> uh, recently, for me, it was the uh, the linebacker Jamin Davis from Kentucky who, you know, it's fun when you get a little bit later on through the process and you kind of are trudging through a lot of middle middle of the road players. And then you see a dude and you're like, whoa, okay, yeah, this guy's different. Um, he's a he's a big time player who I think's got a chance to go in the first round. He's got a little Darius Leonard type stuff to him. 
Um, but I honestly didn't know anything about him before I popped him on, you know, a couple of weeks back. He's a, uh, he's an outstanding prospect. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated by Seattle now as they welcome back Russell Wilson. How does that work? We're like, well, we called the divorce attorney and we've turned out we didn't want to get divorced. <laughs> How does that work? Well, we talked about this before, but have we, have we come, has, is anybody outside of me and you and our conversations talked about the mending of the fences with the offensive line? Um, no, I, I'm still, I'm still wondering when that's going to take place. If he, if he is back in Seattle, which we anticipate he will be, that that's bizarre to me. That hasn't gotten more attention. No, it, it hasn't. And I mean, like those guys aren't, first of all, those guys are usually the smartest guys in the room and they hear they it, they see it, they knit. read it. I mean, huh? they are close knit bunch. Every offensive line in the NFL has a text, has a text chain. I guarantee you all those guys are very close knit. They spent a lot of time together during the season, during the off season, all that stuff. I, I can't imagine what was in uh, was in some of those text messages after that was said. Oh no, no question. Plus, you know, it's like the wait. He didn't buy us anything this year. Wait, he didn't because you know usually the, the quarterback the quarterback gets uh, uh, you know gets everybody something and he didn't get them anything. Right? Uh, I didn't or, know that. That's I don't know if he didn't get him anything, but I don't know. But even but <laughs> either way, it doesn't work. Like even if you got him like a Rolex, you're like, man, this dude got him a Rolex, and then he's talking trash about us, or he didn't get us anything, and now he's talking trash. It it it, it doesn't work for you either way. Yeah, it was it was just bizarre, man. You just it's kind of like the unwritten rules of baseball and football. We don't have many of those, but one of them is is, is a quarterback. You don't publicly criticize your offensive line. You just don't. No, do it. no, that's like talking about your wife around other people. Like you know, my wife's a terrible cook, right? I mean, Rodney Dangerfield got away with it. I know nothing. Better. I know nothing. I know nothing. My wife's a wonderful cook, Doug. I know See? nothing. Of that's what I'm saying. See, hey, I mean, of course you don't. Of course you don't 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 uh, don't share those things. Um, what what's happening with the Raiders? Why are they purging their entire offensive line? Well, I think you know I think it got a lot of attention here, but there's some school of thought here of okay maybe a year too early versus a year too late on on turning the page. They they had gotten a little bit long in the tooth with their offensive line, and I you know Rodney Hudson played well uh, last year, but they like. I want to say it's Andre James. There's a kid out of UCLA. He was a tackle. They moved him inside. Um, he got a chance to play a little bit, and uh, he played pretty well. So, I, to me, I think it's more along the lines of we're going to kind of start fresh here and, and get these young guys in there. They, they drafted John Simpson out of Clemson, I think, in the fourth round last yep, year. last year. Mm-hmm. Opened, up, opened up a spot for him to plug him in and let him play. So, you know, Andre James, I believe, is a third-year player. They're getting younger. Yeah, younger, more younger, uh, and, and more athletic, as opposed to that. When he first got there, they were just this massive, older group and offensive groups. line. Yeah. yeah hey, um, and Gakwe, four teams in like a year, basically, right? Yeah. For 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 Ngakwe, but but he, this is all about re, you know reuniting with his old coach, who's the defensive coordinator, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I think there was. Uh, you know, I think there was attempts in the past for the Raiders to try and acquire him via trade, and they came up short. So um, they, they've been trying to find somebody with some juice. Max Crosby is a really good edge rusher, yeah. really underrated player there. But they have no fastball on the other side. They haven't been able to find one. And Cleveland Farrell is more of a power guy who's really better off inside. So um, they wanted to go find that guy, and and, uh, and they got him. So the four teams in, in a year is, is a unique situation, but he's a good player. No, I, I know he is, and he fits that scheme also. La- last thing, let me circle back to the Patriots. Um, best guess. Th- this is this is mine. Okay, again, this is not. This is reading the tea leaves. Okay, for years, Belichick has has 
at least told somebody because sources always they're always interested in some sort of mobile quarterback, right? So they re-signed Cam Newton, but it's a ba- it's backup money deal. If you look at what they're doing, you know, two tight ends, they're trying to move Nikhil Harry or whatever, but they're gonna. It feels like doesn't feel like they're gonna draft a replacement to Brady or whatever, and then Cam Newton is the placeholder for a short period of time, and it's probably somebody who. He's not Cam in terms of an athlete, but he moves as well as throws. Yeah, I, I think there's another quarterback coming there, um, and I, I, they're kind of a no man's land and uh, no man's land in the draft right now. Maybe this is a, an opportunity for them to be bold and go up to try and uh, to try and get one of those top guys. But I, I just I, I have to believe they're adding another quarterback. The only one outside the draft that I would just keep an eye on is, is Garoppolo. If something were to happen with them, if San Francisco goes in another direction, then Maybe we see him reunited there. I just, you know, I, I think they, they like having a more athletic guy. And if Trey Lance, you know, or Justin Fields were to start to drop a little bit, I could see them go up and get him. Um, but no, I, I don't think their quarterback room is, is uh, finished being am uh, adjusted I, yet. Am, am I crazy? I kind of like what the Redskins did with Fitzpatrick. I don't love Fitzpatrick, but that defensive front is nasty. And he's fine as they try and kind of figure it out. I, I'm, I might be crazy, am I? Well, I said, I think last week on here when we were chatting that if you told me if I was the Bears and that my job was on the line and I had to, you know, win nine games or whatever to save my job and looking at the veteran options that are available and looking where they pick in the draft, I might just go sign Fitzpatrick and give me the best chance in that one-year window. Now, he might have four stinkers among those 16 games, maybe five or six stinkers, but he's going to give me a fighting chance every time you go out there. And I think this uh, – the defense that Ron Rivera has there is really, really good. So, no, I, I didn't mind that at all. I still think I wouldn't rule them out either, though, in the quarterback market if, if one of these quarterbacks started to drift a little bit. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah, Move the Sticks is the podcast. DJ, what's your final four? Uh, I have – that's a great question. I already filled out my bracket. I know I had Baylor uh, in there going a long way. I'm a San Diego guy, so I had the Aztecs probably going further than they should, but that's that's the only ones I can remember off the top of my head, Doug. It's not going to be good. Okay. All right. You don't even want to tell us your bracket. That's that's fine. Fair well, I mean, I, I filled it out, and, and I filled it out so fast I can't even remember. I know that's I, usually, I it's like blink. That's usually, it's usually your best bracket. All right. You, you can post it on, on Twitter or whatever. Thanks, DJ. Yeah. See you, buddy. At- be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show live in the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Every day this time we get you updated on some talking point from one of the TV shows on Fox Sports 1 or Fox Sports Radio. We call it... What does the Fox say brought to you by Discover matches all the cash back you earn your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted 99% of the place in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. This was Skip Bayless talking about LeBron James potentially becoming an owner in the NBA. I don't think he'll be a, just a good owner. I think he'll be a great one. I do too. Because I think he wants to be an owner slash operator mm-hmm. just the way Jordan has been in Charlotte. Right. But I've said this from the start, and you know how much I love Michael Jordan as a player, and he is the player goat. It's not even close. It is close. It is close. As an owner-operator, he has been a disaster, the all-time worst, because he's he's been running that franchise now for 14 seasons. They've made the playoffs three times. Twice they got swept. Once in 2016, they went to seven games against the Heat but lost. So he's 3-12 and 12 in the postseason with only three appearances. Right. LeBron will be way better than that. Right. Michael was was just so all-time gifted that it's hard for him to see who can and can't play. Right. LeBron plays a very different game he than does. Michael plays. He does. He plays a cerebral game. He plays it as much with his as with his mind as his body. His game will adapt to ownership much better than Michael's right. has. Huh. Huh. Um Okay, I mean, we're talking about we don't really know, right? Like, we don't, we don't have any sort of idea exactly, um, ex- exactly what that would look like. What team is it, right? If we're, if we're being fair, if if we're being fair about Michael Jordan, he took over a failing franchise in Charlotte, a, a city that, as vibrant as it is. It couldn't support an NBA franchise last time around. And of course, it's going to forever struggle in terms of market size and location. 
and the fact it's more of a college area this this time around. That's that's just as accurate as I can possibly be. Like holding the franchise record. Do I think LeBron will be a good owner? I have no idea. Is he going to own the way Michael Jordan has, where he actually wants to manage the bottom line? Jordan's been brilliant as an owner. The the franchise value has skyrocketed. He sold off a portion of it, though still remaining with uh, operating control over it. So he got a bunch of cash. And, you know, so he's he's already even on the deal. It's actually plus some on the deal and then still owns 51 percent in terms of player evaluation. Like, OK, that that sounds really good. Right. That 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 Jordan wasn't isn't that good a player evaluator, but one, that's not not actually his job Two, if we're being honest. What what has LeBron James done that leads you to believe that he's a great um, th- that he's a great evaluator of talent? Right. He's not, you know, he's just not. What's the name of the, who is the Yukon point guard who, um, who, you know, won a national championship a couple years ago. And LeBron James was like, that's my favorite player. Shabazz they Napier. Shabazz Napier. Right. Like it's not what he does. So I don't know. All these guys say they want to own an NBA team. Then somebody goes like, okay, Hey, we're going to pass around the hat. You want to throw in a billion dollars? Like, well, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Because LeBron, his ties to an agency would have to be severed. The whole thing would really be tricky. I don't think he'll actually ever be an owner. That's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Remember, he basically is an agent or works with an, like his best friend's an agent. Like The conflicting alliances there are too many. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.